Good evening. Welcome to Mary Queen of Peace Parish as we celebrate the baptism of the Lord. A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today and those who are returning home to our parish community. We are asking parishioners and guests to please mask up again. Assisting us today, our lectors are Mary Pakatinskis and Nathan Wallish. Our altar server servers are Christina and John Vallet. Our cantor is me, Meng Quarter. Our organist is Stephen Steinbezer. Our celebrants are Father Michael and Deacon Bob. Let us now stand, if you are able, for the processional hymn and join us in singing Rain Down, number 582. 582. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. Amen. Good evening, everyone. And not only a special welcome to all of us who are gathering parishioners and guests, but also a special welcome to the members of the parish pastoral council, those who are outgoing and those who are incoming. And during this celebration of the baptism of the Lord, this transitional celebration of our Christmas season, we're also after the homily today going to be calling forth and installing and blessing a new parish pastoral council for our parish here at Mary Queen of of peace. As we gather, we open ourselves up to the transformative mercy of God, and we invite the Spirit of God, the Spirit of our baptism, to descend more fully upon us and into our minds and hearts, that we may full, more fully live our baptismal identity and call. Lord Jesus, you are the pathway to the Father. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the truth that brings joy to your people. Lord, 
Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the light that leads us to salvation. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sin, and bring us to everlasting life.
gathering our prayers together, let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who, when Christ was baptized in the river Jordan and the Holy Spirit descended upon him, solemnly declared him your beloved Son, grant that we, your children by adoption, reborn of water and the Holy Spirit, may always be pleasing to you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Let us be seated and attentive to the Word of God. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Comfort, give comfort to my people, says your God. Speak tenderly and proclaim to her that her service is at an end. Her guilt is expiated. Indeed, she has received from the hand of the Lord double for all of her sins. A voice cries out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the wasteland a highway for our God. Every valley shall be filled in, every mountain and hill shall be made low. The rugged land shall be made a plain and the rough country a broad valley. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all people shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Go up unto a high mountain, Zion, herald of glad tidings. Cry out at the top of your voice, Jerusalem, herald of good news. Fear not to cry out and say to the cities of Judah, Here is your God. Here comes, he, here comes with power the Lord God, who rules by a strong arm. Here is his reward with him, his recompense before him. Like a shepherd feeds his flock, in his arms he gathers the lambs, carrying them to his bosom and leading the ewes with care. The word of the Lord.
St. Paul to Titus. Beloved, the grace of God has appeared, saving all and training us to reject godless ways and worldly desires and to live temperately, justly, and devoutly in this age as we await the blessed hope, the appearance of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ who gave himself for us to deliver us from all lawlessness and to cleanse for himself a people as his own, eager to do what is good. When the kindness and generous love of God our Savior appeared, not because of any righteous deeds we had done, but because of his mercy, he saved us through the bath of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit whom he richly poured out on us through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that we might be justified by his grace and become heirs and hope of eternal life. The word of the Lord. Lord be with you. 
A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The people were filled with expectation, and all were asking in their hearts whether John might be the Christ. John answered them all, saying, I am baptizing you with water, but one mightier than I is coming. I am not worthy to loosen the thongs of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. After all the people had been baptized, and Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son. With you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. I don't get home as often as I probably should, um, but my parents still live up around the Butler area, and I grew up in a small country town outside of Butler that has this long kind of gravel lane that goes up into it. And of course, this time of year, um, with uh, decorations and things that are set up for Christmas, but my mom always, not just through Christmas, but throughout um, the uh, seas all seasons, all year long, has a candle in the window. And that candle, she says, always burns as a welcome to those of us who have left, me and my brothers and families. And so there's that sense of when I'm coming into my, my, my family homestead, there's this sense of welcome. And when I, I start to come up the driveway, this gravel driveway that goes up to my my parents' home, my, my family homestead, I always get this uh, overwhelming sense of just who I am. I don't know if that makes any sense to you. It's just, you know, this is, this is these were my roots. This is, you know, I'm 48 years old now, but there's something about going home or being reconnected to that, to that place where everything started, where my mom and my dad nurtured me, where me and my brothers got into our first fights, where we played, you know, matchbox cars in the, in, in the driveway and on, our, and on our porch. There's just something about just coming into that experience once again that just centers me in the sense of who I am. And my, my father's dear words to me, he repeated many times throughout my life, always remember who you are, where you're from, who you are, and where you're going. Always remember where you're from, who you are, and where you're going. Brothers and sisters, that's what baptism is supposed to be for each and every one of us as Christians. That centering on who we are, our very selves, our place of origin, a sense of identity, and a place from which we have come, 
that brings us to where we are currently and where we're moving towards in the future. Baptism is the foundational sacrament. And celebration of Jesus' baptism, as we do today, is not just a celebration of his baptism, but our baptism and our entry and our part of the very body of Christ that is the church. Now, um, throughout uh, the last 50 years, a lot of things have changed. But, you know, the, the understanding of baptism, the sacramental understanding of baptism, uh, has been repurposed or reemerged within the context of the church. Uh, and that happened actually in the 60s and thereafter with the, the transformation of liturgical things and many other things in the church that happened in the Second Vatican Council. And so, so many things changed in the concept or the understanding of the council. You know, many of you remember the liturgy possibly before that all happened. But the baptismal liturgy before the Second Vatican Council focused on forgiveness of sin and the forgiveness of original sin. So it was about a washing and a cleansing and original sin. That was the focus of baptism. But after Second Vatican Council, that helped reclaim many things in the context of the church. An understanding of the importance of the word and scripture. An understanding of the spirit of God that comes into the life of the whole body of Christ, God's people, not just within the context of leadership and clergy and religious. It also re-identified and reclaimed what baptism is, and the emphasis of the baptism ritual now is much more, it's certainly about forgiveness of sin and, and, and renewal, but it's also about our identity and our mission. Our identity and our mission. And as a matter of fact, at the very beginning of the, the, the ritual for baptism now, as the, the, the sign of the cross is traced on a child's forehead or on an adult's forehead or, or a teenager's forehead or however old they are as they're getting baptized, uh, certainly as, mostly as, as baptized infants, but more so than that, uh, certainly with those who are going through the process of adults becoming baptized. But you trace the sign of the cross and you say, I claim you for Christ. This is who you are. This is your homecoming. This is your foundation. This now is from where you have come. You are now claimed for Christ. And so the understanding, of course, now is that the Spirit of God now comes upon the whole body of Christ, on every person that is baptized, and permeates that body of Christ for the life and the ministry of the church today. So we hear about Jesus' baptism and today in Luke's gospel, and just a couple of unique, really unique elements of Luke's gospel to kind of pull out as we hear about Jesus' baptism and think about who we are, our identity and mission as well. First of all, it's, it's very interesting that in Luke's gospel, we hear that Jesus is baptized with others. Did you notice that little, little comment, right? In Luke's gospel, it says Jesus was baptized with the others who were baptized by John. 
So there's this understanding, and Luke does an amazing job of talking about things in what we would call a very liturgical and very sacramental experiential way. For instance, Luke is the only one who does the story called The Road to Emmaus. And as those two disciples are walking along and go into their home, there's this movement that Luke unfolds that really is what we do here at Liturgy, where they journey along, Jesus comes with them, opens the word for them, they go into the house with Jesus, and he breaks the the bread for him. So Luke does an amazing job of putting forth really a liturgical and a sacramental experience as he's writing, and he does so today in today's baptism of Jesus too. And so it's a communal experience, not just an individual experience. Baptism is always a communal experience, an experience of the church, the whole body of Christ, and a member who becomes identified and part of that body of Christ. The second part of Luke's gospel that is unique to the baptism of Jesus in Luke, it says, after he was baptized with the rest, it said, Jesus was praying, right? And how important it is for us as people of God to pray, and when we pray, if we're really praying, not just reciting things, but really opening ourselves and trying to open ourselves to God's will, to God's presence, God's love. Almost always, if we enter into the depth of relationship with God in a communal and individual way, we hear the same voice that was spoken over the waters and spoken over Jesus in the form of a dove. You are my beloved son. You're my beloved daughter. You're my beloved child. And so for us, Jesus was praying. Prayer is so important for our identity. Um, and the last thing, the last thing, which is really unique to Luke, is when the dove descends on him in bodily form, the voice that is spoken is not a voice that says, hey, everyone, look, this is my beloved son, or... In the other Gospels, it says, behold, you know, you are my beloved son. Listen to him as the voice is spoken for the people. But in Luke's Gospel, that voice of God, that voice of the Spirit is spoken for Jesus. So he understands more fully who he is in the presence of the community, in prayer, in relationship as a son of God in the body of God's people in the communal celebration. Very unique elements of Luke's gospel really expressing for you and I what it means to be baptized as well. Baptism for us um, is... Uh, the foundational sacrament now from which everything else flows, from which all things flow. Um, it, baptism is, is sacramentally to, to us what, um, when we talk about the, the moral teaching of the church or what the church talks about as far as morality and social teaching, the, the, core, the cornerstone of that is that every human life has dignity and should be respected. That's the cornerstone, right? From that, everything else is connected and flows for the sacramental life of the church, even what we do here in Eucharist every day or, or in the celebration of Sundays is based on the cornerstone, which is baptism, which gives us a sense of identity and mission as God's people and filled with God's spirit. That's what baptism is for us. 
In just a few moments, I'm going to be calling forward the new parish pastoral council that has been discerned over these last several months. And parish pastoral council was also something that was given new life and rebirth after the Second Vatican Council after 50 years ago. And ironically, the celebration of what it means to be a member of and a leader in the parish pastoral council is based on, can you guess? <laughs> baptism, right? Baptism. It's based in baptism. And an understanding, once again, that each and every one of us as the baptized is given a communal and individual identity in the body of Christ, God's people, and each of us is called to live that out in a particular way with particular gifts and within the life of a community, and we, of course, here as a parish, Mary, Queen of Peace. So the cornerstone of an understanding and the theology of what parish pastoral council is is actually baptism. And not only that, but their job and their role as members of parish pastoral council is also to pull upon, to listen to, and to understand everyone's baptism. That the Spirit of God is given to a group of people parish community, and that within that parish community, there are gifts that are poured forth among all of us to really fulfill what is the mission of Jesus Christ in our time and our place. The Spirit of God within them as baptized, calling forth the Spirit of God which is in you and in me so that we may live our identity and our mission as baptized within this particular time and place. Within Mary Queen of Peace 2020 and moving forward. In this city of the, uh, Pittsburgh, in this time with all of the cultural and, 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 and political and, and, and with, with all the, the people and the gifts and the potential and the hope and all the hopes and dreams and brokenness and sin that surround us and are part of us. That is their role as parish pastoral council, to understand more fully their baptismal identity and mission and our baptismal identity and mission, that it's lived within the context of God's community. And so baptism is about, once again, revisiting who we are, what we're called to be, where we've come from, who we are currently, and where we're going as God's people and should center us in the very presence of who we are, each of us, filled with the gift of God's Spirit. They're going to be coming forward in just a few moments to talk about how they're trying to fulfill their role in the Spirit identity and mission over the next couple of years. Each and every one of us is called to continually think about what the Spirit of God is doing within each of us, all of us, and as a parish community.
At this time, I would like to invite forward the new members of the Parish Pastoral Council for Mary, Queen of Peace. As I call you forward, I invite you to come forward and please stand here, spreading yourselves out facing me along the front center aisle here in front of the altar. Mary Kay Bolbeck, Drew Eisenbeis, Henry Hagerly, Mary Holohan, Bernie Jordan, Jack Klingler, Joanne Paradise, Diana Saunders, John Vallee, and Mary Lou Zink. People of God, Today we are inaugurating a new parish pastoral council for Mary Queen of Peace Parish. Let us pray to God that these council members will be able to serve God, His church, and especially the people of this parish with all of their hearts and with all of their minds. And so, new members of parish pastoral council. I ask you now in the presence of this church as the people of God to answer the following question. Questions. (laughs) Will you accept the responsibility of parish leadership to which you have been called? Will you strive to be more like disciples of Christ so that you are better able to serve the people of this parish? At this point in time, I would like to invite all of you to please stand, and we will together renew our baptismal promises. If you do believe these things and which you have been baptized, I invite you once again to reclaim or uh, reaffirm your identity and your mission as a beloved son and daughter of beloved children of God. I invite you to all respond, I do. Do you renounce sin so as to live in the freedom of God's children? Do you renounce the lure of evil and refuse to be mastered by sin? Do you renounce Satan, author and prince of all sin? Do you believe in God, the Father, the Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only son, who was born of the Virgin Mary, suffered death, was buried, rose again from the dead, and is seated at the right hand of the Father? Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting? Now, members of the community, if you will, please join me in a prayer of blessing of this new parish pastoral council. Can I invite all of you, except the new council, to please raise your hand with the palm facing forward as we ask God's blessing and spirit upon these leaders in the Spirit, calling forth the Spirit among us. Ever-living God, you gather us together as the parish of Mary, Queen of Peace, to carry out the mission and the gospel of Jesus Christ in the midst of all peoples. Bless the members of this parish pastoral council. Send your Spirit to enlighten their minds and to guide their actions, that they may be renewed in faith, united in love, 
and bring to fulfillment the work of your church in our time and place to the greater and glory and honor of God. And we ask all of this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Can we celebrate with these new members of Parish Pastoral Council? And I would invite all of you to please return to your views. Trusting the power and the grace of God among us, we bring forth these needs and petitions of the church. Our response is Christ our joy, hear our prayer. That the church may act in justice and love, we pray. Christ our joy, hear our prayer. For the RCIA candidates and catechumens who journey through their rite of acceptance this weekend, we pray. Christ our joy, hear our prayer. For the safety and success of peacemakers, diplomats, and all those who promote reconciliation, we pray. Christ our joy, hear our prayer. For all those on our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers, we pray. We go forth for the safety of all those rebuilding their lives in the wake of storms, disasters, and violence. We pray. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Arlene Brace, Robert Holtz, Tara Michael, John Wilt, and Margaret Zamansky, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom. We pray. Christ our joy, hear our prayer. We remember today all parishioners and all the intentions present on the altar along with those we hold in our hearts. We pray. Christ our joy, hear our prayer. If you join me in our prayer for unity, it's on page three in the bulletin. We raise our voices to Mary, Queen of Peace, our mother, and to her most glorious son, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Grant us greater commitment and sincerity as we continue on this journey of unity. Please grant our parish family a resurgence of faith, a spirit of love, and a hope for peace. May we be blessed with a vibrant, inclusive community, united in the spirit, and living our covenant. Amen. Please be seated. As our gifts are gathered and prepared, we sing number 902, O oh, breathe on me, O oh, breath of God, number 902.
pray, sisters and brothers, my sacrifice and yours will be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Accept, O Lord, the offerings we have brought to the honor of revealing your beloved Son, so that the oblation of your faithful may be transformed into the sacrifice of him who willed by his compassion to wash away all of the sin of the world and lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just, our duty, salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. In the waters of the Jordan, you revealed with signs and wonders a new baptism, so that through the voice that came down from heaven, we might come to believe in the word dwelling among us, and by the spirits descending in the likeness of a dove, we might know that Christ, your servant, has been anointed with the oil of gladness and sent to bring good news to the poor. And so... With the powers of heaven, we worship constantly on earth, as before your majesty without end we acclaim. You are indeed holy to be glorified, for you love the human race. You walk with us on the journey of life. Blessed indeed is your Son who is present in our midst as we're gathered by his love, and as he once did for his disciples, and so now for us, he opens the scriptures and breaks the bread. Therefore, Father most merciful, send forth your Holy Spirit, sanctify these gifts of bread and wine, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. The day before he was to suffer, the night of the Last Supper, he took bread, he said the blessing, he broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, take this, all of you, and eat of it. This is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, again giving thanks, gave it to his disciples, saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. story of faith 
Therefore, Holy Father, we celebrate the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Savior, led through his passion and death on the cross to the glory of the resurrection in whom you've seated at your right hand. We proclaim the work of your love until he comes again. We offer you the bread of life, the chalice of blessing. Look with favor on this oblation of your church, which we show forth the paschal sacrifice of Christ that has been handed on to us. Through the power of the spirit of your love, may we be counted from now and until the day of eternity among the members of your son in whose body and blood we have communion. Bring your church, O Lord, to perfect faith and charity. Together with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, all the clergy and the entire people you have made your own. Open our eyes to the needs of our sisters and brothers. Inspire us with words and actions to comfort those who labor and are burdened. Make us serve them truly after the example and the command of Christ. May your church stand as a living witness to truth and freedom, to peace and justice, that all people may be raised to a new hope. Remember all of our sisters and brothers who have fallen asleep in the hope of resurrection, all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. And grant also to us, when our earthly pilgrimage is done, that we will come to the eternal dwelling place to live with you forever, in communion with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with the apostles, the martyrs, with all of your saints, we shall praise and exalt you through Jesus Christ, your Son. Through him and with him and in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, formed by divine teaching, we dare to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from all evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope, the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. To the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours forever. Lord, you said to your apostles and to us, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sin, but on the faith of your church. Graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, for you live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you. Let us offer each other a sign of peace.
Emmanuel, God with us, behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter in my mind, but only say the word and my soul shall be. For all of our people watching the live stream, we have our act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Our communion hymn is number 932, one bread, one body, number 932. One Lord of all. 
a few announcements this evening. Please take out this opportunity to stay after Dermas and chat with members of the hospitality ministry to see the different ways you can get involved and share in fellowship and community. We are planning a special Light Up the World celebration to mark the one year anniversary of our parish. See today's bulletin for additional information. We will be taking down Christmas decorations at both churches this Sunday. We will begin at St. Adelbert Church after the 9 a.m. Mass <clears throat> and at St. Mary of the Mount Church follow tomorrow from 2 to 5 p.m. And lastly, uh, not only have we installed a new parish pastoral council, but this is a transition uh, between what was the outgoing members of parish pastoral council um, and they had served for three plus years, three years within the new parish community. The, the, the last three years, uh, the, the parish pastoral council was formed from the two previous councils, the St. Mary of the Mount Parish Council and the Prince of Peace Parish Council came together, a few members each, and they had anything but a normal three-year term, <laughs> right? If you think about these last three years, it has been on mission, it has been merger, it has been new name, it has been uh, establishing this foundation and this vision of a community covenant of discipleship and membership of our parish community. It has been, you know, the new image and brand. It's been the closure of a, of a church building. It has been so many things. And so I, I think we all have to express a sense of deep gratitude for those who served on our previous parish pastoral council and have helped us navigate this time. I, I guess I should throw the pandemic in there too, right? right? So, so the craziness and the up and down in the, the last three years that were anything but normal. So a deep word of gratitude to all of those who served on this last year, this previous council. Can we give them a round of applause and support? Many of them aren't here this evening because half of them are sick, to be honest with you. So let us uh, together please stand and let us pray. Nourished with these sacred gifts, we humbly entreat your mercy, O Lord, that faithfully listening to your only begotten Son, we may be your beloved children in name and in truth, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May the blessings of Almighty God be upon you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass is ended. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. As we go forth, we sing number 903, Baptized in Water, number 903. Baptized in water. Sealed by the 
of salvation, trusting his promise, faithfully now God's praise we sing. Baptized in Holy night. 